Alright, what is up guys? And welcome to a new episode of The Real Fitness Show. You guys know it's the only show where we talk about what fitness really is, how you should use it, and how you can really, really improve your life. Um, you guys know that in this show, we're focused on giving you guys actionable steps and knowledge so you can master the three fundamentals of fitness, exercise, nutrition, and mindset. And today, I want to I wanna talk to a topic that maybe is a little bit outside of fitness, but it will relate to fitness at the end, and you guys are going to see how. And I want to talk about self-development. Okay, for a lot of people, fitness can be seen as self-development. And I think it's, it's just one of the most important things that you can do right now, at this moment, 10 years from now, 10 years ago, anywhere, anytime, working on improving yourself, working on being better than you were yesterday, it's one of the most important things that you can do, and that's why we're into fitness, because fitness is a form of self-development. You're, you're crafting a new body, you're crafting a new lifestyle, you're crafting a new, a new environment that is going to make you a better person, that is going to make you a better husband, a better boyfriend, a better father, a better worker, a better leader. And, and it's, it's just one piece of a bigger of, of of a whole puzzle, right? If not, if you if you had incredible life, incredible health, and incredible physique, but then there's nothing in your brain, then you're not gonna go pretty. You're not gonna go so far. Um, but the, the the other thing around is is also true. If you're the kind of person who reads all the books and takes all the courses and and like keeps on working on themselves and all that stuff, but all of a sudden your health is collapsing because you are 40 pounds overweight, you never exercise, and you're never doing what you're supposed to do, then it's also all for nothing. So what I want to kind of like touch on today is one topic that maybe, it might, it might be one of the most influential quotes that I ever heard, and is that if you are not looking to yourself a year ago, and feeling embarrassment from where you were, it means that you haven't progressed enough. Let me just say it again. If you're not looking at yourself from a year ago and you don't feel embarrassed of where you were, is that you haven't progressed enough. And it's super hard because even when we think we are in a good position, even when we think we're doing things right, if you follow this quote, there's so much more that we can do, there's so much potential, so much benefit, so, so much stuff that you need to get over and that you need to improve. And if this such a great opportunity to keep on investing in yourself and keep on learning and keep on improving. Um, there's a lot of different sides of, of this course. You can talk about the fitness side of things, you can talk about the mental side of things, you can talk about your relationships and your business and your career. Um, and I don't believe you can focus on too many of them at the same time. Um, I, I believe on figuring how to do one thing and then figuring how to do another thing and then how, figuring how to do another thing because that way you are starting from kind of like a baseline of, okay, I got my fitness in place, I got my business in place, I got my relationships in place. That doesn't mean, that doesn't mean, and I, I want to leave this clear, it doesn't mean that if I'm focusing on my fitness, I'm leaving my relationships, I'm leaving my business, I'm leaving my career, I'm leaving my studies. No, 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 I'm not saying that. I'm just saying that 
you got to pick one or two things that are going to be the most important for you. Not the most important. The things that you need to work on the most because the other things are already taken care of, right? One for you, for example, for me, I want to be honest with you guys, and I, and I want to complain. When I started my business two years ago, um, my business was in a pretty good place. Like, I, I, was, I was pretty lean. I was pretty happy with my physique, happy with my habits. So when I started my business and I was also working full-time, a full-time job as a, as a college professor, I honestly, I didn't have that much time to do all the things that I used to do for the fitness. So what I did is, since I had a good baseline, I figured, okay, how can I reduce the amount of time and the amount of effort that I dedicate to fitness so I can focus on the other thing without losing my progress and while keep on progressing. And you can only do those kind of things when you already have a strong baseline. It's like when you're building a business, when you're first starting, you cannot try to keep out on time and keep out on investments and keep out on 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 effort because you need to get your business out of the ground. But once your business is up and running, you can always set up systems to make sure that you can take more time for yourself, take more money for your family, take more less effort on yourself and putting on others so others are working for you. So the business keeps on growing, but you're not as involved as it used to be, but that doesn't mean the business is not important anymore. It's just that it's growing without you having to put that much effort. So when you're in a fitness journey, when you first started, you need to go all in. You need to try your, your talent, you need to try your weight, you need to work out four or five times per week, you need to focus on hydration, all that stuff, and that requires not only physical effort, but also a mind, a mindset effort and a, and a, and, and, and a lot of preparation because you just don't know what to do. However, when you've been on the game for like three, four, five years, you already know your flow, you already know the things that you're supposed to do, and it doesn't, like all that preparation goes away, and all of a sudden, instead of five or six or seven hours per week, it only takes you three to four hours. Boom. You cut the time you have. And now you can dedicate that time to something else. Same thing when you're in a relationship, when you're in a career, whatever you are, studying for the finals. You just gotta, you just gotta put, you gotta put your time. You gotta, you gotta start studying and, and put as many hours as you need to, to pass the test. Now, once you are already working, you have all that information. You don't have to study again. You only have to work. You only have to do the things. Now, you can always improve. Okay, this is what I'm saying. We're always going to be improving. You can always keep on studying, keep on improving your craft. But it's the same thing. For example, when I used to be a college professor, the first couple of years when I was preparing for a new class, they were hard. I had to put a lot of time. I had to put a lot of preparation. I had to prepare my PowerPoints. I had to prepare my, my notes. But as I got... As I teach the class once and twice and three times and four years and five years, then all of a sudden, I, I got to tell you, last, last year that I was teaching, I was barely preparing for any class because I already knew what I was going to say. I already knew the questions that would come out. I already knew the things that were going to happen. So I didn't have to focus on that anymore. So what I'm saying here is that not that you need to choose one thing and only focus on that one thing. It's just that... There's seasons in your life when it's going to be easier and faster for you to grow one aspect of your character, one aspect of your life, one aspect of your 
mindset. And then it's going to be another system where that's already built and you don't really need to put that much effort into it anymore because it's going to keep on growing. I'm not saying stop growing that. I'm just saying it's going to be easier. And when it comes to self-development, like I said, I, I can like put everything, pretty much everything inside self-development. I'm talking spirituality, I'm talking fitness, I'm talking relationships, I'm talking career. Because at the end of the day, self-development means getting better every single day. And I'm, this, is, this is coming from someone who has mentors, from someone who spends five, five um, figures a year on books, on books alone. Not talking about CDs, not talking about courses, not talking about uh, mentorship. This is coming from someone who spends a lot of money in, oh no, sorry, that was, that was I, said, I said five, five figures, four figures in books uh, and five figures in mentorship. Like I'm talking about investing in yourself. I'm talking about putting your money where your mouth is and saying, hey, you know what? I want to be better at this. Let me just go and learn from the best. Hey, I want to I wanna improve my, my fitness. Let me just get a coach. I want to get better at my business. Let me just get a mentor. I want to get better at my relationship. Let me, let me just hire a consultant and, and figure the heck out how am I going to be better? How am I going to get to the point where when I see back on myself next year, I'm going to be embarrassed of what I'm at because I've improved so much. And I wanted to give you guys a couple of tips that one of my mentors gave me once um, when it comes to self-development. And basically, it comes it comes from two two ideas. The first idea is the who are you listening to? Okay, who are you paying attention to? Who are you listening to? Who are you following? Because we live in day and age where there's information all over the place. You open your laptop, you have all the information ever written, or pretty much 99% of it, on Google. And just go and Google it. Then just go on YouTube, learn from a bunch of different guys and a bunch of different girls who say they've done it, they've been teaching, whatever. Who are you listening to? Why are you? Why are these people capable of teaching you? And I always say the same thing: you gotta go for someone that has done what you want to do, has helped others do what you want to do, and has teached it. Because the fact that I know how to get in shape doesn't mean that I know how to get you in shape. And obviously, you're not gonna trust someone. She's just a theory guy and be like, yeah, I can help you get in shape because I started this thing, but you look at them and they're completely out of shape. It gotta be something that walks the walk and talks the talk, but has also done it with someone else. That's the first thing, who are you listening to? And this is why I, when I invest in my mentors and I, and I have a, a handful of them, People that I pay, like I said, five figures a year to to work with, and multiple five figures. Things that I'm looking at is obviously, like I said, the walk, walk and talk guitar, but also I'm looking to people who are doing what I'm doing. 
I don't want someone who thinks they know it all. My mentors, they spend 10 or 15 times what I'm spending on them on themselves so I can get access to that information. So that's the real benefit. This is like when I, when I have my clients and, and, I, and I told them my rates, it's not about, they're not paying for me. They're paying for me and my mentors and the mentors of my mentors because I get access to that information. Like I, I expect my mentors to invest 5 to 15 or 20 times what I'm investing in them, and I expect to invest 5, 10, 15, 20 times what my clients invest on me just so I can give them that extra value. So that's the very first thing. Who are you listening to? Who are you going for help? Is it someone who says he can do it? Or is it someone who has shown that he can do it? That's the very, very first thing. And it comes, like, same thing with books. Like, there's a bunch of different books that promise you everything. I'll teach you to be rich. I'll teach you to be fit. I'll teach you to get every girl or guy that you want. But what is the actual track record of that book? What is the actual track record of that author? What is the actual track record of that person? Why are they qualified to teach you? And the qualifications, and this might be a little bit unpolitical, correct, but trust me, I'm a freaking college professor, a former college professor, let me tell you this. A college diploma doesn't mean shit. The fact that someone graduated from college and they know how to do this, they quote-unquote know how to do this, it doesn't mean anything. I know fitness professionals who never took a single fitness class in college or physical education or coaching or, or physiology or anything. They never even went to college. And I know guys like that who are way better coaches than guys with PhDs. That is, that is the fact. And I know this is true because I've seen it times and times and times. It is a good mark, but it's not the entire truth. So Don, get a classy with all the titles and all the certifications because anyone can pass a test. It doesn't mean that anyone can help you. Now I'm talking fitness, I'm talking finances, I'm talking um, your career, I'm talking relationship, whatever you want to go with. Look for someone who's actually going to be capable to help you in your specific situation. And now the second part of that is going to be the pickability index. So now you find the person or the persons who are going to help you, right? And this is why we, we talk about who you listen first, who you listen to first, because if you go to that person, you have already agreed, you have already um, acknowledge that this person knows more than you because you're going to be able to help you where you cannot, right? So that's where the teachability index comes in. If you are learning from someone who is capable of helping you, leave your ego at the door. If you're reading a book, if you're talking to your mentor, if you're taking a course, if you're starting a certification or whatever, leave your ego at the door. If you're there, it's because you need some help. Something that I cannot stand is when I get someone coming to my program or when I see someone in the same program that are not fitness program, business programs, self-development programs, 
that argue with the mentor or with the coach. And it's like, man, you're here because you need my help. Why do you think I'm trying to screw you over? Why do you think I'm trying to do this so you're not successful? If you're with the right person, that person is going to be as invested, if not more than you, in your freaking success. So most likely, every single piece of advice they're giving you is for your greater good. But a lot of people are just not ready to hear things that they don't want to hear. And they're just like, oh, no, this guy just don't know what he's talking about because I know this, 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 and this. And you're like, if you know all that stuff, how come you don't have the result just yet? I get people, and let me be, let me just be honest. I get people that I'm talking to, um, talking about coaching stuff, and they're like, "Oh no, no, you know what? I'm, I'm actually really good with with nutrition. I use, I just don't think that system is gonna work because my system works." And I'm like, ten minutes ago, you said you needed help because you were thirty pounds overweight, and no matter how hard you diet, you weren't going anywhere. But sometimes we're so bought into our life, into our crap, that the mere idea of changing, the mere idea of letting someone else tell us what to do is hard. So that's where the teachability index comes. The teachability index um, is something that I heard some time ago. I honestly cannot remember who that was, but it's basically two things. Basically, it's your willingness to accept change and why you willing to give up for it. Like why are you giving why are you willing to sacrifice in order to make that change? And how willing are you to accept the fact that maybe the way to go is something different than what you think? So if you got those those two things on place in place and you have the right person guiding you, when I see the right person, I'm not always talking about coaching or mentorship, but it can be, it can be a course, it can be a, a freaking book, but it has to be the right person. Behind the book, behind the course, there's a person putting mass all the time. That's why I'm a huge fan of when you find a good book, read it over and over and over and over and over and over again. Because yo, every time you're gonna you're gonna figure out something more, something different, and you're gonna learn more and more and more. And if it's a good book, then you're gonna get good results with it. Same thing with a coach. When you find a good coach, keep on asking him, keep on getting back to him, keep on getting back to him, keep on learning from him. Because most, if he can help you up to one point, most likely he's gonna be able to help you out to the next point, and so on, and so on, and so on. So. I know we've been going for a little bit here. We normally aren't going that long in the podcast. So the whole idea of this podcast is to remind you of the importance of working on yourself. And it can be fitness. It can be a relationship. It can be career-wise. It can be business. But keep on moving forward. Do not get complacent with where you are right now. Do not think, oh, I'm having a good life. I'm happy. I'm feeling great. That's incredible. That's amazing. That, and congratulate you, bro. If you're there already, man, I'm so happy for you. But don't stay there. 
you can always get better. And if you're if you're good right now, imagine how great you're gonna be. And if you're in a bad situation, well, this is your wake up call, man. This is your wake up call to get back on your feet, start working on yourself, start putting on some time, effort, and even money, invest in yourself. If you wanna if you wanna like I said, I I invest a lot of money. The my like the more, most of the majority of of the people that I know on myself because I know it's gonna pay up. It's all about the return of investment, and this is the thing: I'm investing money. I'm not wasting money. I'm not buying shit that is gonna go off. Um, that is gonna be undervalued um, next year, or two years from now, or ten years from now. I'm investing on myself. I'm getting better and better and better. Let me tell you something: money, why I'm invested, becomes more money. So a lot of people are afraid of. Oh, I don't want to invest money. I don't want to buy a program. I don't want to buy it because they see it as something that they like a luxury item, right? Let me tell you two things, and I'm gonna start out with this. First of all, if you have all the money in the world, but you don't have the health to enjoy, or you don't have the brain and the self-development and the opportunities to enjoy to a higher degree, it doesn't mean anything. You're gonna be miserable. With a little bit of coin on your on your bank, you're gonna be miserable. And the second thing, when you invest money, money becomes more. Like this is just like a small sample. Like for example, in the real fitness camp, we've gotten ten guys who've gotten a raise ever since starting the program, just because their production went way up with the amount of energy and the amount of like the better mood that they had and the amount of sleep that they were getting. It like their bosses couldn't help to 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 realize that they got a raise. And, and I, I never, I never put the numbers together, but that's that's like a a good chunk of money that they're putting into their bank account every single year, just because they took the decision to invest in themselves in this single program. So imagine if you start investing in yourself, buying books, buying courses, um, paying for mentorship. You're gonna be in a way better, way better position than you were, and hopefully, next year when you look back. You're gonna be embarrassed of the person that you were today because you're gonna be so much better. So hopefully that helps you today. Hopefully that motivates you to start working on yourself, to start investing on yourself, to start prioritizing yourself and your self development so you can become a better person and you can, you know, reach your full potential, which is what we're here for. And like what we say, you guys know this is a free podcast. We are not running any ads, we're not running any any promotions on it to try to monetize it is just pure value. It's just me talking my my mind, trying to help you become the best version of yourself. So, if you think that it was valuable, if you think this episode was good, um, be a good friend, be a good family member, send it to someone who might benefit from it. Maybe someone who's been flagging on their self development, on their fitness, on their relationships, on their business, on their finances, and they need this little kick in the ass to get their ass moving. And you know, let's spread the word of the real fitness because that's what we're here for you to do. All right. So with that being said, I'm going to get back to client work. I've got uh, some checklists to go over. So I will talk to you guys next week in the next episode of the Real Fitness Show. Take care.